This week in the world of news from books, beards, and brews. All right, as always, I am Bob of Tells by Bob. I'm the ass of the podcast, Eric. I am creative consultant Tanya. And this is our weekly news episode where we round up and bring unto you the latest and greatest news in the topics of books, beards, and booze. And I get to come up with really shitty pun headlines. Yikes. I feel like you've yeah. been not putting it in that oh, I much put effort. Some, I put some work in this week. Okay. Putting yeah. in that work. So this one, this headline is, sounds tempting. Okay. Templeton Rise. Oh. Four and six-year-aged whiskeys each received the coveted SFWSC gold medal, nice. um, which exemplifies exceptional products near the pinnacle of achievement that set the standards for others in the rye whiskey category. That would nice. make sense as to why I like it then. Yeah. Um, so the co-founder of this, uh, of Templeton, said, we are delighted to be awarded these two gold medals. This is a real crowning distinction for us. With our newly opened Templeton Distillery now gathering steam and our international rollout of the Templeton brand, 2019 is shaping up to be our most exciting year yet, yet both at home and abroad. So SFWSC stands for like San Francisco, something another. Oh, um, it's considered whiskey you brewers don't say. conglomerate. I don't know. WBC? It's considered the most influential spirits competition in the world. And it was held in late March and judged nearly 3,000 entries, the largest number in its 19-year history. And that included over 100 rye whiskeys. And Templeton beat them all. Nice. Yeah. I thought it was good. Yeah. 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 It, I liked it. I mean, it. I had it that one time. You know, I'm not tried again. But... I'm not big on rye, and I, yeah. I liked it. Um, I, I tried that other rye. Uh, I tried Redemption rye. Oh, uh, how that, was that? Uh, it was good. I don't think I like it more than Templeton, though. Yeah. I think Templeton I like more. I'm really excited. I've been buying up liquor since I'm not drinking right now, and I'm trying to buy like a bottle a week, and I want to have a bunch of different liquors so that I can try them next to each other. Yeah. You, to, to actually taste yeah, them. Oh, no, don't difference. worry, Derek. You'll be there. I was about to say, we oh, need yeah. to do a podcast. Oh, no, we will. Oh, no, don't about, worry. Oh, don't about worry. About your, your triumphant well, return. Well, once his 100 yeah. days is over, he's want to go to that whiskey yeah, bar. Yeah, I really right. want to try a bunch bar. of things, and we're thinking about doing a they have a basil. Episode. They have a flight of basil Haydens, and I've never had Which that. is rye heavy. I've never gotten to have basil. I've never had basil Hayden. I almost bought a bottle. I ended up getting a bottle of Larceny yesterday. It was mm-hmm. my treat to myself this week. Um, but. but what I think we should do is, since you haven't tasted any of it in a while, yeah. I feel like on your time back, we should, before going to the bar... Just try a bunch of stuff. Tr- try the things that you're buying and yeah. do an episode about the tastings. Cause see, if, see if you can differentiate yeah. now. I like and we'll it. even do it with like water to oh, yeah, rinse yeah, yeah. it. And... Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm with it. I'm, let's, let's do this. Let's do this. All right, that I'm sounds fun. Yeah. Um, uh, please send me your recommendations of what I should buy. Um, oh. Yeah. What, like something in the like Fair $30 reasonable. bottle. Yeah. I might could help 30, out. $30 so. bottle range. Like. I could maybe go a little higher. We're talking for like a 750 milliliter. I don't buy smaller than 750 milliliter. He ain't about that life. And neither am I, to be perfectly honest. But but okay, so this headline is someone was very Columbusy. Huh. What? So 500 years ago, a bastard son of Christopher Columbus Mm. assembled one of the greatest libraries the world has ever known. What? 
Apparently, really? he was like, you know what? My dad is fucking exploring the world, and I'm going to do it with books, basically. Hmm. Um, so the most of the books have been lost to history because this was, you know, back 500 years ago. It's a long Shocker, time ago. the library didn't stay together. Um, hmm. But they just found a summary book. He he had his like library a or something. Well, he it's um. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it's like a catalog. It's like catalog. a catalog. Yeah. So basically, what he did was he hired a bunch of people to read all the books and write short summaries, and they put it all to this one big book. Um, so the book is almost a foot thick. It has over what? two. Th- it's over two thousand pages long. What? That's baller. Yeah. So it. And that's just the book of summaries. Yeah, that's just the book. The book of the books. Oh, so, so think cool. of how big that library had to be. Like, if it's one, I mean, if it's one book per page, that's two thousand books. But you know, it had to be more than that. I'm yeah. sure. So, um, so the newly discovered manuscript is, and I quote, an absolutely gorgeous thing, says Edward Wilson Lee, author of the Catalog of Shipwreck Books, a biography of Christopher Columbus's son, Hernando Colon. It's about the size of a coffee table book. Uh, so he undertook this project to build a universal library that would have every book in the world in it. And he very much saw this as a counterpart to his father's desire to circumnavigate the world. So Hernando was going to build a universal library that would circumnavigate the world of knowledge. That's cool. So, book went missing. No one knew where it was. They found it in Denmark. What? It had got somehow mixed in with a collection of books from Iceland. Hmm. And so, no one was like going in there like, if you're if you're researching books on Iceland, you're not paying a lot of attention to the book in Spanish in the collection, you know? Yeah. And so eventually someone's up there is like, oh, I wonder what the Spanish oh, book is. Oh, hey, what, what's this all about? And uh, yeah, so they found it. And I saw a picture of it. It is gorgeous. So it's going to take a few years, but they're going to translate it and digitize it. And nice. so you'll be able to go check it out. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And it's really cool because like there's a lot of these books are lost. Like they, you know, like the, they're they've never we don't have any copies of them so at least it's like oh hey well here's the name of this book and here's what it was about you know so i imagine that they're going to be able to find like books that were referenced in other books that no longer exist and yeah. now they'll have a summary of what that yeah. book was well you Which know that's something in biblical scholarship like i that i did a lot of that in my anthropology degree and uh there are books of the bible that we know existed but don't have because other people mention it, you know, like this person, like this, this, this church father mentions that he was checking out this book, this book, and this book. And so we have this book and this book, but we don't have this book. So we know it exists. So people try and find it kind of deal. So neat. Neato burrito. Um, so this one, this headline, it's, it's short. It's called Beating Around the Bush, but spelled like 
the beer. Bush beer? Uh, okay. But it's not okay. about bush beer. Oh, ho. Oh, ho, getting trickstery. Yikes. It's about... That's Bush League. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> it's about Kyle Bush. So I want to okay. dedicate this piece of news to our buddies over at the Rushmore Pod. Okay. Um, they are... Uh, they... The, we're currently girl, engaged. Do you want an apple? <laughs> you should go check out. Uh, they have a they have a delightful song about a horse um, on YouTube that you should check out. I'm not going to. It's not for children. Because yeah. um, <laughs> all the f bombs we drop are great. for children. Oh, it's, it's more, more than just. No, no. I'm just saying. Like, I don't like, want to fuck you. I don't want to fuck you. No. There's more than that. Oh, it's it's fucking great. I love. Like, I've literally been singing that song off and on because it gets stuck in I your head. To, I went to bed last night. Like, got home super don't late. And I was like, I don't want to fuck you. No. Right oh yeah. It's yeah. Great. No. It's about a horse. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so also they came out as being anti-fun hat. Mm. And I didn't realize I was pro-fun hat. I didn't realize that there were people that weren't. I didn't realize that pro-fun hat was a stance you had to take. Yeah. But I take that stance. And I think here on, on our podcast, we're a, we're a pro-fun hat podcast. Have to be. I think Life's too short to not... Like, you gotta, have, you gotta have long beards and funny hats. I yeah. think we, we need to address something, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm the ass of the podcast. I'm anti-fun. And, you and I have- still like... Fucking fancy hats. You know? Yeah. You know? So, yeah. we I'm a cat hat. We, we have come down firmly yeah. on the pro-fun hat. Yes. But other than their insane anti-fun hat stance. stance, they're a fun podcast. They sit down and they talk about, they pick a topic and discuss their four favorite of a thing. Um, the like, Rushmore podcast. Yes. Yeah, the, they discuss their Mount Rushmore of whatever topic. Anywho... Mount Rushmore podcasts, me, them. They they actually did a Mount Rushmore from the Magic Tavern. They did a Mount Rushmore of podcasts about Mushroom McDonald's. That would be oh, that's so trippy. It's so fucking weird. Um, Don't get me started on podcasts, (laughs) guys. So anyway, um, Pepper, one of their co-hosts, is a big NASCAR fan for some reason. People do that. I guess. If you only so, like left turns. If you only like left uh, turns. We are not. Look, <laughs> I just had a long ass, like legitimately, it's hilarious that you mentioned this. I had like a two hour long debate with About Ohio the Chris. Of NASCAR? Well, don't y'all watch a y'all watch a racing anime? Don't yeah, y'all? and we just finished it. Isn't it terrible? But like so terrible, it it's started great. terrible, and then like just it's pulls you in. What's it's, it called? Initial D. Initial D. <laughs> and it's got the greatest soundtrack of all time. But no, that's kind of how it came up. And we ended up having this big, long debate. He was like, how do you not know more about NASCAR? You live in the South. Like, what's wrong with you? Well, how do I know more <laughs> about this than you? We not too far from Talladega. Yeah. But it, it, and it turned into this whole conversation with like, what's wrong with NASCAR? Like, why why is the, the viewership going down? And like, I have very strong opinions on this, even though I don't really follow NASCAR. But <laughs> I I'm have stereotypical right. opinions about this. I yeah, no I, actually I, I le- yeah, I legitimately don't care about NASCAR one way or the other. It's no. just a fun thing to poke fun at on occasion. Like no, but, wrestling. But like uh, wrestling. I'll kill you. Um, but no, let's be real quick, just because it mentions it, and I'll move right past it, I promise. Yeah. You're, you're going to zoom right past it in the left hand. There you go. So <laughs> the problem is with NASCAR, the fact that. You can't appreciate how fucking hard it is 
what they're doing because their announcers are shit at getting that across to the crowd or the audience. That's fair. If you don't understand what you're seeing, then you can't appreciate it. We're going to get some angry fan mail from Ryan. Not you won't. Me and Tanya will. Ryan's a big NASCAR fan. Oh, hit me up, Ryan. We need to talk about this. Here's the thing. I drive like a grandma. So when I'm going like 80. You're fucking terrified. If I've got to go fast and I'm going 80. I'm just, I'm not Ricky Bobby. Butthole, I can't. Butthole puckered. Yeah, two hands. I'm going 80 and these people 100%. are passing by me. It's yeah. like, like, slow down. It'll be there when you get there. And it's, like, I mean, they're going like 200 yeah, or but, some ridiculous but, shit. Like, think about going like 60 and you're going on like one of those ramps off the interstate. Like my arm, I'm. Yeah. With a bunch of people. Like a bunch of other people going yeah. the same speed yeah. trying to get around you. Yeah. It's yeah, fucking insane. Like it's yeah. hard as fuck. But, and. That's why I hate, like people that know how hard it is, they get it. Well, but again, the people... it's, it's similar to wrestling where you look at it like, well, it's not that big a deal. Yeah, it's like, but... but they still have to be physically fit, and maybe it's yeah. scripted. If you don't, but under... you're still having to physically lift this guy and flip around. If you and... don't understand yeah. what you're seeing, yeah. you can't appreciate yeah. it. And yeah. they do a shit job because that makes sense. I, like yeah. all they do is just kind of talk like, oh well, his the car's running real good today, and I'm like, well, like what does that John, mean? Like, like John <laughs> Madden and. and uh, his football commentary. <laughs> well, just my whole thing is like I, geez. I, I can appreciate it, and I like going fast, and it's kind of interesting. But if you could explain it to me, that's fair. I would. Yeah, I, I am interested that's, in anything. That's done a, that's at a, a high valid level. point. I okay. will perhaps make less fun of the people making. <laughs> I just turns. think it's hilarious. That I you brought no that up after. Right? Oh no, no, you make fun of it. I'm yeah. Going to. Now, um, don't talk about. So, do so now to talk about the actual bit of news. There we go. Sorry. This is supposed to be like the shortest piece. Um, but Kyle Bush says that he might have to keep growing his beard if he continues to get top 10 finishes with it. There you it. go. Yeah, he, the power. Victory yeah, the beard, beard. The beard. I'm pretty sure the beard is reaching down and taking the wheel. Jesus take the wheel? Jesus How about Jesus' beard take the wheel? Well, why do you think right? he had the beard? Beardists right? take the wheel. Beardists mm-hmm. take the wheel. Um, so yeah, power of the beard at work. So... Uh, this like this is I feel this guy's pain in a real visceral way. This headline is rats boiled again. A Massachusetts man who opened an antique bottle of rat poison he thought contained whiskey was taken to the hospital hospital after complaining of burning on his hands and throat. Y'all can't see this out in podcast land, but Derek and I just simultaneously bug eyed, mouth agape, just slow turned to look at each other. No. Like, What's wrong with your boy? Well, no, here, but here, he drank rat poison. No, but bitch. here's the thing. Here's yeah. the here's the thing. Sell it's, us. Okay, the man said he had bought several bottles at auction and was told they were at least sixty years old and probably contained whiskey. So he was told, like, dude, you're buying this whiskey. Now here's where here's where I take issue with it. So. Fall River Fire Captain Neil Furtado tells the Herald News that firefighters responded to a self-storage facility in the city at 7.30. So, there's, so one of, there's one of two things that happened here. One, this guy goes to an auction, buys this whiskey, air quotes, and then goes to a storage facility to drink it. Or B, this guy bought a 60-year bottle of whiskey from a storage auction and drank it on the spot. That's where I have a problem. If no, you get a 60-year-old no. whiskey... I don't know that you drink like you go to a storage shed to drink it. Come on, bro. Lives but, in a storage shed. but you buy you buy it. Like I'm not going to buy it on the spot and drink sixty year old whiskey. Yeah, who who here would ever drink whiskey at a 
container where you store things. Well, no, I have got drunk in storage sheds many a times, lot. a lot, like a yeah. a distur- a disturbing number of times have I been staggered drunk in a storage shed. But if the answer but, is one, it's a disturbing <laughs> number of times. That's fair, but uh, that's, that's, the best, that's the best time you can puke anywhere. It's fine. Yeah. It's gravel. But that said, I was drinking Heaven Hill. I wasn't drinking. In theory, oh, what was now. a 60, 60 year bottle oh, 60 of whiskey? Year, not so sixty dollar. Oh no, sixty year bottle. Oh, of well, I don't know like, what the fuck he was. So doing. when my gramps died, he had a bar. Like some of it was labeled, a lot of it was not. What did we drink? We don't know, but so, we drank it. So here's <laughs> like so, I, can, I mean I here's feel this guy, guy on, yeah. a, on a deep level. I want to laugh at him, but also. I drank a lot of bottles of I don't know what. Well, here's where he got Ramp lucky. Died. So, Furtado, the fire captain, says the only bottle he opened contained strychnine powder used as rat poison. A hazardous materials team responded and tested the other bottles, some of which contained acid. Oh, shit. Yeah, if this guy had opened a different bottle, he would have swilled acid. So, like tripping acid or burn no, your body burn acid. your bo- acid wasn't invented 60 years ago i don't think i don't know drug science i think it was invented like the, well it is like it's been like the 60s i think yeah which like, is like 60 it is now, 60, now yeah but yeah no they they weren't mass producing acid and putting it in jugs in storage yeah. so he, <laughs> i don't reckon yikes so Thankfully, he only drank rat poison. Well, yeah. if you acid me, I still think it's a bad idea. Uh, yes. I just think it was dumb that he was trying to drink sixty, potentially sixty-year-old whiskey at a storage shed. Like either, man, either wait till you get home and try with some friends. If you like, got sixty-year-old whiskey money or whatever, yeah. like maybe have that shit tested before you. Yeah, drink. nondescript bottle well, of. Well, I know, whiskey. I know. This guy, like, if he probably just bought, like, he probably got. But a if he had done deal, it before, if know? it looks, I mean, it's the same. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, here's my last headline: Swing and a Mister. Hmm. Did y'all know that? Uh, uh, oh fuck! What's Fifty Shades? E E E J E E L James. E L James wrote a new book. Yes. Really. The Mister. Yes. What? Yeah, she did. Um, I didn't realize this. She you know she wrote the Fifty Shades trilogy. Mm-hmm. She has since written two books. She's rewritten the first two books of that trilogy from the dude's perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize. I knew she'd done one. I yeah. thought she'd just kind of rewritten the whole trilogy from his perspective. But no, she's doing a book by book retelling of it from Christian's perspective. Look, I'm too busy reading good books. Oh my God. So. I read all three of those books. They were not good. Okay. So here's a little bit about. You me. came real close to getting thrown out of my house. You could have made it through the first one. I don't know. How, you're. Here's I, the no, thing, I read, like, I read the first one. The just, smut part becomes repetitive, but then there is some actually like some semblance of a story of something that's happening. And so towards the second and third book, I'm like, y'all, no one's fucking like this. Y'all have been y'all have been dating too long to be just randomly banging all the time. No one has sex like this. Get back to the action. There's literally a guy chasing you in a helicopter and you've pulled over to like Wait, strap what? her to the back top of a car and poke her with cattle prods. Like what? But there's a helicopter coming. Y'all, Pump the stop. hell right now? What is going on? Get Why the dick out of your mouth yeah. and run. Where, where I, I first the of first all, book, I need, there were no helicopters. I need you to <laughs> relax with that. She does not have to do that. She can leave her mouth doing that while they get the fuck away from a goddamn helicopter. Yeah. 
don't I'm ruin this. All right, no so one, no one. So I know no this one. would. I didn't realize that weird shit like that. Like I thought it was just. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know we got to helicopter. Chasing. I didn't know. I, mean, I like, didn't know we went that, Fast and Furious in this. That's yeah. that's why I ended up reading all three of them because there is some semblance. Well, of a story I, I'll say there, this: the action. Twilight books, uh, three and a half of those books are absolute trash. But the last half of the last book is, it, is like vampire politics and actually pretty fucking cool. Is it four books? Is it four books? I thought it was that four was, books. Oh, I never yeah. read Twilight. No, uh, it's three four books, movies. Three, it's three okay. books. Isn't it? Whatever. Last half of the last book is good. Anyway. I will um, get yeah, I'll get yelled at this for work later. It's probably. Yeah. Um all right, so the two main characters are Maxim Trevelyan. That's a name right there. He is a British Earl, part time model, and DJ. Oh yikes. Like he, he sounds his, like a his, douche can his do. job is a DJ, God, but he's a part time sounds... model for the sex. He's a part-time model so he can have sex with other models. Yeah, because being his, an Earl just doesn't it, get well, you enough. Then his older brother dies, and he has to become the Earl. So he's mega wealthy model DJ British Earl. God, this guy Sell. sounds like such a wanker. All right, so Sell. she is Gross. a no-shit young woman who has been sex-trafficked to the UK. She's a victim of... Sex trafficking, but she like breaks loose. This and is going to go super fucking sideways, and becomes his maid. Yep, yeah, that was sideways. His sex maid. Yeah, she. Yeah, uh, no, she becomes. Sure. She, Would you like your knob polished? Like no, because she gross. no, because she is. Well, that's that was. Why did you stop talking your normal accent? <laughs> no, I think she's like Czechoslovakian. So she like she. I read like a brief little clip, yes. like someone like. What the fuck even is this? The Atlantic did a review of it, and they're like, here's the scene where they meet kind of deal. And she was like, I clean your house. Like, that Like that Jesus. was like... like wait, so she's so that, like, I clean? I clean? She's so yeah. smart. She's like, I can't write dialogue. Oh, oh but get this. I know. Oh, but no, get this. So Christ. this girl, the sex traffic girl, is a piano, classical piano prodigy with synesthesia. Synesthesia, which is where you can see sound, and taste colors, and taste colors. There's a whole this. lot going on. There's in this a story. lot going on here. <laughs> God, I bet I cannot. I bet it's written so fucking poorly. No, so okay, it's selling well, but the reviews are this book is trash. Like that, all the reviews are universal. Like this book is trash. But guess what? The Fifty Shades book were trash, and she yeah. So she get this. Okay, here's some here's some disturbing. I didn't know she was British. I figured something like Fifty Shades had to be written by an American. No, it's good to know that there are British people writing There's shit. There's too as much well. of like, I want my tea with a little bit of milk. Only <laughs> British people put milk in their tea. Like Only people drink. Like, like, like all right. milk in your coffee, sure. Milk in your tea, get the fuck out of let's my be, country. And, okay, and let's so be fair. There's gross. no way in hell, no way in hell, anyone in America writes about someone drinking tea that's not sweet or uses the yeah. word avuncular. I don't, that's, even, I don't that's, even know what that she, means. She that masturbates with a thesaurus. Yeah, that's how I know that someone has secretly read uh, Fifty Shades and they don't want to admit it. You drop the word avuncular, which means like an uncle, because this bitch described a dude as avuncular like 30 fucking times. No one uses that word. She uses that word an excessive amount of time. So you want to figure out somebody who's read Fifty Shades? Just throw avuncular. If they look at you like your face right now, like the fuck is that word? You didn't read Fifty Shades. I'm excited to go to work on Monday. Yeah. 
Avuncular. Right. So here's some disturbing facts Why are you gonna have about a this book, book describing people like your uncle. What? Unless it was a very here, specific one. Here's here's Gross. some here's some facts that are going to hurt your soul. Okay, so stats. It sold 52,674 physical copies in its first week on sale. The Mister? The Mister. Mm-hmm. It's not moving quite as fast as a Fifty Shades book, though. Um, Darker, which retold the second book of Fifty Shades from the perspective of Christian Grey, sold 86,000 copies, while Grey, its predecessor, sold almost 400,000 physical copies in its first week. Hopefully people are realizing it. She just (sighs) writes garbage. Fifty Shades of Grey, her first novel, has sold more than 6 million copies to date and is, wait for it, the best-selling novel of all time in Britain. Wait, could she be Harry Potter? In Britain. The combined novels have sold over 125 million copies worldwide, over 35 million copies in the United States, and set the record in the UK as the fastest-selling paperback of all time. Look, here's the thing. fan fiction, for poorly written... Literary erotica. Not good smut fan fiction. You can go to literotica.com and get so much better smut for free. free. I mean, I was thinking it, but I wasn't going to say it. Yeah, and also, like, I'm trying to help the audience. Go to fucking literotica. Like, that shit is free. Another thing to point out, like, those books, like, if you were involved, like, I've read a lot of reviews that they're like, look, okay, it's. No, it's smut. It's okay. It's fine, but it's actually like really problematic because like is. it has some real issues with consent, consent. and actual BDSM and, culture. Like yeah. that is not like if, how it's. If done. you learn about BDSM for Fifty Shades and go to BDSM club stuff, You're th- they're gonna out. be like they're Get gonna out. they're gonna kick you out. So it's funny that you should mention that since I had one piece of news. Okay, yeah, but there was I'm, another. I'm done, there was another so. piece of news that. I didn't go with that touches on this okay. that I will now briefly mention, but That's I didn't, didn't go into too much detail. I found this article that was like, here's 12 books you don't have to read, or you have my permission to not read. Okay. First of all, that shit pissed me off. I spent like an hour reading it and getting angry. <laughs> like, who the fuck do you think you are to tell me what I have permission to not read? Like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, I got... Okay. But no, I'm, 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 I'm listicles with that anger. do that, though. I'm yeah, with that anger. That but what, Ooh, what were mad. some of the examples on there? Fifty Shades of Grey. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that, okay. that the, yeah. Like, I was looking through this list, and I was like, how dare you tell me? And then there was a couple of things, and, like, one of them that I wanted to be, a, I, I, I kind of pretended like I was mad at, but yeah. I, I wasn't Sometimes really. It feels good to work up a good mad, you I, know? Uh, I usually only get mad at, like, things that matter. But, like, this one, I was just like, okay, this this pissed me off. So I was like, don't tell me what books I can, I should, <laughs> I have permission to read. Fuck. Yeah. Get out of here with that shit. But that one, and it was like, yeah, this is kind of fucked up. Like, maybe don't do, because a lot of them, it was like, the argument for not reading it was some bullshit. Yeah. And I was like, okay cite how what the opinion you just said is true about the book and then maybe I'll consider that. But you're basically just saying you didn't like it. Like, that doesn't do anything for me because the things that you didn't like, I might like. I mean, I I liked them enough that I read all three of them, Mm -hmm. but... Oh no! But that one, I was like, no. But I'm, in, that's in book fine. like two and three, I was literally just flipping over her repetitive sex just scenes, fucking sex scenes moving. because yeah, they're not poor. They're not written well. Oh, I have read aware. better smut, but they're not written well. They are problematic from a consent point of view. And then also, there's a fucking helicopter coming. What are you doing? <laughs> 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 fucking 
Bob like came to work with one one day. He was like, Derek, listen to this. And just yeah. read like a sentence. I was like, who the fuck wrote that? He was like, that's Fifty Shades of Grey. And I was like, get the fuck out yeah. of here. Yeah. The, thing, the thing that kills me about him is like ellipses. Oh no! Don't, she no, I don't uses talk like about this. twenty ellipses a page. But like, while she use, bites like, her lips and thinks about her avuncular person <laughs> with her milk tea, <laughs> I bite my lip in the hardware store. Ugh. All right, no, we're done. Okay, here. but okay. Derek, anyway, wait, no. that that was a whole thing. Well, yeah. I love how this is this is all kind of tying into what I brought for us oh, as okay. well okay. in a okay, weird you, way. Okay, yeah, do your okay. news. Okay. You so got? you were talking about like books that people have permission to not read. Permission. I found a list of like book everyone books that everyone starts but no one actually finishes. Ooh, interesting. Uh. So like the top five classics, um, Catch Twenty Two by Joseph Heller, uh-huh. which I don't think I, I've actually I, read. I have not read. It's on my TBR. I think I own it. Okay. I haven't actually haven't read, read it yet. Lord of the Rings by Tolkien, which what? I finished. I finished. It's hefty, so uh, well, I can I mean, see where someone would I'm start one of those and people. not finish. I'm one of okay. those people. So Ulysses by James Joyce. Yeah. I can see that. I have never. That's started. really long. I've never it? started yeah. it because I knew I probably yeah. wouldn't finish it. Yeah. Moby Dick by Melville, which I think I finished, but only because of college. Yeah. But even then, I don't think I actually read the whole thing. I, don't I probably would have noticed it. Yeah. Yeah. Atlas Shrugged by Anne Rand because that book is fucking trash. Tanya is still trying to. I finally just admitted find, to myself you're I'm not, not going to finish it. Yeah, I deleted it but you know, off of my that was, phone. Uh, yeah. and this will surprise absolutely no one that knew my dad, but uh, that was his favorite book. That and Catching the Rye. I, I hear that there's the I hear that there's oh, yeah, aspects the of that book that are really good, and then it's paired with other aspects that you're like, the fuck is like this? basically what I like if you like the concept of objectivism which is like Ayn Rand's yeah, I, philosophy, uh-huh. well, you'll right. love it. Like, if you agree with that, you should love it. But also, apparently she, like, there's one part of the book's like 60 pages of just her distilling that philosophy. Yeah. See, I've actually heard that there are people that legitimately stand by part of that philosophy, but are still like, there are parts of this book that, yeah, and then there's other parts that are, what the fuck yeah. is this? Eh, I've just I listened it's a 44 hour listen I got 12 hours in and we're done they laid like three miles of train track and I'm out (laughs) I'm out were there anything more on the oh okay and so um, five books just overall okay so someone came this based on Goodreads as of July of 2013 when they did the last of these Below, uh, it's the overall list of most abandoned books. So, Casual Vacancy by J.K. Rowling, which I didn't even know was a yeah, thing. Yeah, that, that's her. You know, she after Harry right. Potter, she started writing so that was murder, her, like murder mysteries, murder mysteries under an assumed name, mm-hmm. but then they found out who she was. So they just oh, okay. Put, yeah. Okay. yeah. So, her uh, Fifty Shades of Grey by E.L. James, <sighs> one of the most abandoned books. Eat, Pray, Love by Elizabeth Gilbert. That's stupid. <laughs> uh, that sounds about um, right. Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. I finished it, but I can see why people wouldn't. I knew I I never started it because I heard That's that it was thick. a very graphic, rapey bit in there. There is, so but there's a very I never started it. thick. That that's a thick mystery. Yeah, and then Wicked by Gregory Maguire, the uh, the Wicked Witch of the West. West yeah, book. I I had a copy of that, but I never read it. So, um, someone came up with a a an index to on Goodreads. You know, you can highlight quotes and yeah. stuff in your book so they've it's the hawking index uh that this math professor made up where it calculates how far people are reading into books based on how far in the book they highlight and so they figure up how many 
a percentage of people who got all the way through a book. And so the top five books that people have quit based on their highlights, which I that's sketchy. I read a lot yeah. of things that I don't highlight. I right. find that I tend to highlight more early in a book, and the more invested I get into the book, the more I'm reading the book, the more I'm just like really just into it, and I don't highlight yeah. as much. You know, how, you know how I am with prose. Yeah, they try harder with the prose at the beginning of the book. They do, than they so they do the throughout the yeah. course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I'll highlight stuff at the beginning, and then right. Yeah. The top five abandoned books based to that Hawking Index. Hard Choices by Hillary Clinton with only 1.9% finishing. Capital by Thomas Piketty. I've never heard of that. 2.4% finished. Infinite Jest by David Foster Wallace. That's on my TBR. Um, only 6.4% have finished. A Brief History of Time by Stephen Hawking. Uh, like Some of these, and, and Thinking Fast and Slow um, by Daniel Kahneman. Like I can see where people would maybe start those and not finish or just not highlight them because they're yeah. more like learning books and not, I'm going to take a quip. Yeah. But 50 shades of gray, according to the Hawking index, only 25.9% finish. Well, the people are just going in there. Re- well, Hey, what would you fucking highlight? I'm not going to highlight book? a piece of smut and yeah. not good smut. Yeah, I just not... want to go through and highlight every time she says avuncular. Oh my <laughs> just, God. Like, that would be great. Petty highlights. Be amazing. Petty highlights. But every no, ellipses. Um, for that, the Hawking Index um, suggests The Goldfinch by Donna Tartt. Uh, I I have this book. I bought it. I haven't read it. There's a lot of buzz about it. Is this like, instead of this crappy book, read this good well, version of the 98.5% of people, based on the Hawking Index, have finished The Goldfinch by Donna Tartt. And they're suggesting it because it's similar? No, because, hey, a lot of people actually finished this okay, book. Okay, th- oh, I thought it was, like, in comparison. I th- if you if you want to actually read a book cover to cover, oh. statistically speaking, a lot of oh, people man. read this one. I, so. I want one of those where they take those books that people stop reading and then find a comparable one that a lot of people oh, yeah. finish. True. That's and what I thought you were saying. I was like, oh, that, that'd be awesome. This news article spun me over to, um, they talked about, like, good mm-hmm. books that nobody's read or um, abandoned books that are really good that just don't get the play and the recognition. We talk a lot about that, like really good books that don't get the recognition that they deserve. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a website called neglectedbooks.com. And what they do is they read all of these, like um, someone had asked uh, F Scott Fitzgerald, like what was his top five favorite books that, you know, need more love. And he, you know, they found his list of five read those wrote the reviews on it. It was like, no, these are actually really solid books that are, being yeah. forgotten so neglectedbooks.com i went and poked around oh, there we have to cool, go check. So. We might that do just gave me that at some point between this and another thing we talked about i now have an idea for what i will be doing moving forward for news oh i like it i'm gonna have my own segment i like <gasps> it do it okay right, what, yeah, you had one last like... little bit of news yes Derek? uh found a recent book that i'm excited about and by excited about, I mean I immediately bought the Audible book version of it okay. as soon as I found out that it had come out, even though I've never heard of it. Um, it's called Upon a Burning Throne by Ashok K. Banker. Hmm. Okay. Uh, the short little thing that I wrote about it is, in a world where de- uh, demigods and demons live alongside humans, the death of an empire's ruler throws everything into turmoil. Two princes seek to prove... They are worthy to rule by passing the test of fire, but the daughter of a demon lord from an outlying kingdom also passes the test of fire, but is refused the right to potentially be the heir. Hmm. And results, 
her dad goes to war and is going to destroy the Empire. I like it. From what I understand, it's written by... Uh, I've said his name again. I'm going to not say it again because I looked up how to say it, but I'm still concerned I'm saying it wrong. Here, let me look at it. I'll butcher it for you. Okay. Where are we at here? Ashcock... Ashcock... Ashok K. Banker. Yeah. Ashok. He's Indian. Ashok K. Um, Banker. And he's apparently, like, super famous for some of the stuff he's done over there. Big time seller. So yeah. I was really excited about it. But uh, it's inspired by the Mahabharata, or uh-huh. however you say it. Um, Maharaja. No. No. Maharabata. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking about Aladdin. <laughs> Anyways, wow. that's wow. racist. Wow. Uh, <laughs> okay. But but um, I saw this. I thought it sounded interesting. Then I thought about it some more and looked into, you know, found out about him and stuff like that. And remembered, like, so that's a book that came out recently. I bought it. I'm going to listen to it. I'm excited. But it also brought up another thing. So one of my favorite books that I read when I was in school was a specific version of the Ramayana. Yeah. That I had to read for school. But I lost it or sold it back one, I forget which, and could not remember who wrote it because there's There's tons of translations. Tons of, yeah. yeah. And this one, like, went out of its way to make, like, the combat really cool from what I remember. Uh, And when I saw this, I can neither confirm nor deny that I went to image search and put in Ramayana and then just kept scrolling until I found the cover so I could find out who wrote it. And then. I may or may not have immediately went and bought it on Amazon. So I have this version of this book that I really enjoyed, written in such a way that I really enjoyed, and I'm looking forward to reading it. Oh, yeah. What a nice. 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 All right. Well, I think that was a – we were worried this was going to be a short episode. good. But you give Derek coffee, and he'll talk about anything. Yeah, it came out just perfect. Um, So – Do you want an apple? So, so, he, <laughs> so here's it's so catchy. It's I'm gonna make Derek listen to this song here's in between. What I'm gonna start doing on the news episodes. Okay. I'm gonna find a book and I'm going to make a sales pitch and I need you two to tell me if you would buy or sell. Ooh, I like it. I, I like I it. it. Yeah. And I also might take good books and try and screw up. Oh, like and see if I can't oh, make you buy them like or sell out, them. Yeah. Oh, I like <laughs> that. Oh, that'll be fun. That'll like be fun. describe your job poorly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I love it. All right. Well, in the coming week, as you approach the the mailbox that is your week, I I hope that you open it and find it filled with many delightful party invites and lottery Checks. winnings, not bills, and no bills. And may the blessing of the beard be upon you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Books, Beards, Booze. Our co-hosts are Bob, Derek, and Tanya. Our producer is Bob. For more information, visit our website, booksbeardsbooze.com. Follow our social media at Tales by Bob. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate, subscribe, and share. Okay, bye.